are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around the NFL, covering all the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the league. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going? Things are good. Things are real good. How about you? Things are good here as well. We're we're well into summer now, and we finally got that news uh, that we've been expecting uh, for a while now in, in the NFL. And if, I know Kate and Marcus did a great job covering that yesterday. Of course, I'm speaking of the Julio Jones trade. He is now a member of the Tennessee Titans. Uh, like I said, they, they covered it yesterday. We won't talk too much about it, but any any initial thoughts when it comes to Dynasty? No, not You would think it'd have more of an impact, to be honest with you. I mean, Ridley was already really valuable. Pitts was already really valuable. We knew those guys. We kind of knew this was coming, so that was part of it baked in a little bit. Um, I guess it helps Tannehill a fair amount. Um, Maybe it hurts A.J. Brown slightly, but I still think he's my Dynasty number one receiver. And I don't think it changes Julio's stock whatsoever. (laughs) So for as big a deal it was, I don't think it has massive ramifications on these guys' Dynasty stocks. That's actually how I thought about right. it as well. I think it, it has much more impact on uh, on redraft than it does dynasty. Mm-hmm. You, have, you know, Matt Ryan was already trending down. Julio was already trending down. Uh, Ridley and, and Pitts, of course, were gaining value, and and that will continue. So I, I agree with you. And in, in dynasty, not as as much of a wave maybe as it as it would cause in a season long league. Matt, today we are going to talk backup running backs. Uh, I think I've just been thinking about this topic, and of course the running back position is so important in the NFL uh, and in and in fantasy leagues. And we see injuries every single year. It's, it's becoming rare to see a, a starting back even play a full season. And of course now with adding the extra game, I think that will become uh, even more of an issue. So... I wanted to take a look at some running backs, some backup running backs today, and and really just kind of talk about their importance. Uh, take a quick look at each one of them, and uh, maybe some reasons why we should be investing in those backup running backs. Yeah, it's a great topic. Uh, you came up with a winner here. I'm pretty excited to dig in. So thinking about think about these backup running backs, and and first of all, I'll kind of tell you how I, uh, I guess, quantified this or, or came to these uh, these names that we're going to look at. These are not ne- not necessarily looking at depth charts uh, around the NFL, but instead looking at dynasty value. So we'll get to some some backs who are, are currently listed as and, and may be expected to be starters, but they don't have uh, they don't have the top value, I guess, on their own team. So uh, not not technically backups uh, in the NFL in all cases, but at least uh, at least second fiddle on their own team in dynasty value. Okay. Uh, th- thinking about these running backs, 
why why do we even roster backup running backs in in dynasty leagues, right? And and I thought of three reasons. Of course, uh, with some of these, especially the younger players, you're you're hoping that they eventually move into a starting role. Whether the uh, the older back moves on, whether the the younger backup just simply outplays the starter, but somehow you get this back up and he becomes a starter. I, I think back way, way back to uh, really kind of the beginning of my uh, dynasty career. And, and there were a couple backup running backs that we were always chasing and, and they fell into starting jobs. Uh, Lamont Jordan was one. You remember Lamont oh, yeah. Jordan? The Jets, he was a and, bad player. And, yeah. And Chester Taylor was the other. Um, so, so both of those guys, you know, we held on to them for years. We drafted them like they were valuable assets before they were, and eventually they did get those starting jobs, and they probably didn't quite live up to the hype. So um, that that's the case, you know, more often than not with those guys you're you're waiting on, and, and we'll talk about some of those players as well today. Uh, other backup running backs, you simply look at them as uh, as valuable from a PPR uh, standpoint. They're the pass catching backs for their team. If the starter goes down, they're never going to be the every down back. So they're kind of locked into that role, which uh, can be both good and bad, I mm-hmm. guess. Maybe, maybe you know a what ceiling, you but also, right, a little more reliable as well. And then the third category um, is really just that traditional handcuff. You don't necessarily expect anything out of them on a week to week basis. Uh, maybe they don't have even long-term upside, but uh, if the starter goes down, this guy can can be relied upon. Of course, we got the great example last year with Mike Davis, who uh, ended up as a top 12 running back for the season, taking over for Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Real quick on the third down back types, the James Whites of the world. They usually don't mm. have real high ceilings. But we know how the league goes, and now we have 17 weeks, not 16. There's just times you need to fill them in on a you know bye weeks or a couple injuries. They're useful for that, but they also can be roster cloggers. Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, some sometimes those players, and in fact, in most cases, those players become difficult to start on a yeah. weekly basis, and and instead they're just hanging around your roster. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about a couple of those today. So we're going to look at, uh, we'll get to as many of these backup running backs as we can. Uh, this is based on DLF Dynasty ADP. Uh, let's start with running back 24, Kareem Hunt. So this is the highest valued backup. And and again, we're kind of using that that term backup uh, in, in, in quotes, if you will, that uh, second ranked running back in Dynasty. Right, right. That's it. So Kareem Hunt is certainly the backup to uh, Nick Chubb, who's not only the starter for the Browns, but the the more valued uh, dynasty asset. But this feels like a special case. This maybe more than any other situation in the league. This is a 1A, 1B um, duo here. And having Kareem Hunt in this backup category, I don't, I don't think should be any insult. No, because he's startable on his own more so than just about anybody on this list. Um, it's a run-heavy team. I think they have the best offensive line in the league. He's not old. He's not limited to only early down work, only receiving work. So uh, the thing I don't like about him is 
they like him too much and extended him. I wish his contract was up after the year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We we just keep waiting for him to to get out of uh, Cleveland. Of course, they took a shot on him uh, when he had uh, had these off field issues, and um, you know there was there was question if he'd ever play in the league again. Yeah. Um, he he lands with the Browns. There was a, a thought that that might be a one-year deal, and, and now we here we are going into, I believe it's year three of, of this uh, this duo of, of Chubb and Hunt. Uh, obviously, as running back 24, Kareem Hunt is being drafted ahead of several uh, starters or, or first running backs for their teams, and including Miles Gaskin, the rookie Trey Sermon is the top top drafted back in San Francisco. Uh, Chase Edmonds, Mike Davis, Leonard Fournette, Michael Carter, all of those guys being drafted behind Kareem Hunt. And uh, honestly, looking at some of the players ahead of him, including Chris Carson, there's there's a case to be made that he could be drafted or valued even higher. Yeah, Hunt versus Carson would be an interesting one to me. I just feel like Hunt's a better player. You know, my if, if whoever your favorite team is, I'd rather have Hunt off the field stuff aside, obviously. Um, but he is blocked. I mean, he's a really interesting case, and I can't remember many like it, because as good as he is, Chubb is noticeably better, and you really need an injury for him to be a home run. Well, even even last year, the theory was um, if Chubb ever goes down, Kareem Hunt is, is not only a startable running back, but he might be league one of the best backs in the league. Right, right, right. right. You hear and, and then Nick Chubb got hurt, and that's not what happened. No, right, uh, right. Kareem Hunt was actually more productive uh, from a fantasy standpoint with Nick Chubb on the field uh, than off. So uh, th- you're right. Certainly a unique situation, a tough one to gauge. But uh, the tier he's being drafted with some of these other names I mentioned, I uh, I still like Kareem Hunt quite a bit. Yeah. I own very little of them, though. I'll, I'll tell you what. I, don't, I own very little of them. It just never, never seems to work out. Yeah, same here, same here. Matt, after this break, we'll take a look at some more backup running backs with some serious dynasty value. All right, let me take a chance here, you know, a little time out to talk about rockauto.com. They've been a really good good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, in a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever. you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They, it, rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how how did you hear about us box. They know that we sent you. That's locked on, two words. 
amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. First, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action as well. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device, very easy, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. 50%. You're going to use our locked on, locked on promo code, locked on, all one word, all caps, 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Matt, we are back. We are talking backup running backs today. Our next one is another unique case. We, we mentioned Kareem Hunt before the break, the RB27. So again, obviously the, the second running back for his team, but he's being drafted ahead of uh, several starters. It's James Robinson. And of course, he has lost quite a bit of value over the past uh, month or so with the addition of Travis Etienne to that Jacksonville Jaguars roster drafted in the first round. Obviously, James Robinson is the undrafted free agent. You've got the new coaching staff that's coming in. Uh, these these undrafted guys never seem to get the respect uh, that that they sometimes earn and deserve. I, I think Robinson earned it. I was I was surprised by that pick, uh, but at this point, we just have to react, and and it's obviously going to hurt Robinson's value. What are your thoughts on him? We've talked a lot about Travis Etienne, of course, but are are you buying low? Are you buying the dip on James Robinson? I'd like to say yes, but I'm not. I think Etienne yeah. really eats into his receiving totals. And, you know, if it was last year's staff that saw this guy start to finish and trusted him every day, every week in, in live situations, it might be different. But I think Urban Meyer comes in and says, ah, that's a nice story you're not special enough for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's certainly what it seems like. Um, <clears throat> for Robinson, for me, it's just a, it's just a matter of cost. And as I said, his, his ADP has dropped. His trade value has certainly dropped. Um, I like the idea of buying low on him, but, but I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm not actually doing it. I'm not ag- uh-huh. aggressively trying to get him on my roster. Um, so it, it's kind of become more of a wait and see situation for me. I don't see his value, uh, spiking really, even if he, if he is involved or, or maybe even continues to be, uh, to remain the starter in that, in that offense. I almost, I mean, he was good. I'm not taking anything away from him. And maybe I wouldn't say this if he was a second round pick in the real world, but I feel like he might be a case study where a year from now, you and I use him as an example of, remember when super, everyone was super excited about James Robinson and now he doesn't ever see the field, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's let's lump the next two guys together. They are running backs 31 and 32 in DLF Dynasty ADP. Both young backs, both stuck behind uh, very highly valued starters and some of the best, a couple of the best offenses in the league. 
We're talking about the RB31, A.J. Dillon in Green Bay, the RB, RB32, Tony Pollard in Dallas. Obviously, those guys are behind uh, Aaron Jones and Ezekiel Elliott. Neither, I would say, are expected to overtake those guys anytime soon. So this is more of just that, that handcuff situation. Um, if if Zeke or, or Jones were to get hurt, I, I think both of these guys would – uh, would be able to produce immediately and, and would have a lot of value. But as far as eventually becoming the starter, we're going to be waiting a while. Probably. I like these players, though. I mean... Right. I do, too. Yeah, I think Dylan looked really good. Uh, he tested extremely well. Uh, I think that Jones... I mean, he's not young. I mean, could it, could they be, regret that contract a year from now and cut him for cap space and Dylan's the guy... They drafted him high. The stat, it's unlike the Robinson situation. This group drafted him and loved him and shocked us a little bit with him. And Pollard, Pollard worries me that he'll never be the guy. I mean, even if Elliott gets yeah. hurt, he might just be the third down guy and maybe a little more than that. But I like the player a lot. And I thought Elliott started to look a little old or at least question it a little. You know, it wasn't great last year. Yeah, he, he was not. And of course, that that uh, it was at least partially due to the offensive line just yeah. being decimated, uh, Dak Prescott being out of the lineup for much of the season. And it's a very, very small sample size. I think it was actually only one game uh, that we saw Zeke miss. But Tony Pollard dominated that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was a, a superstar that week. I believe it was 30-plus fantasy points. Uh, for Tony Pollard, and, and we saw a similar deal with A.J. Dillon late in the season when he uh, carried fantasy teams and carried the Packers um, very late in the year. Dillon and Pollard versus James Robinson. I think Robinson's last for me. I think he would be for me as well. Yeah, like, I know my Steelers just took Najee Harris, but I might rather have Dylan and Pollard as my backs. You know, like that'd be a really good backfield, <laughs> but they're not in that situation at all. They're in a tough, they're in tough spots. Let's knock out a couple more of these guys. These two players, uh, actually, the next three players, I'm sorry, are in very, uh, very different situations than than Dylan and Pollard. RB34 is Ronald Jones uh, in Tampa Bay. RB36 Melvin Gordon. RB37, Raheem Mostert. So uh, I think if you're checking depth charts right now, all three of those guys uh, are, are actually listed as the starters for their teams. Uh, dynasty managers will tell you differently, though, preferring Leonard Fournette to Ronald Jones uh, and a couple of rookies, Javante Williams in Denver, Trey Sermon in San Francisco ahead of the veterans. So clearly these three players, the value is trending down. The, the question becomes, uh, are, are we buying low or are we buying at that cheap price just for this year's production? I don't think so. Mostert runs so hard and just like runs into brick walls or takes it to the house. I don't think he's long for this world and I never thought he was, you know, and they just beat him up and he plays special teams, you know I mean? Like, I, I think Sermon will go past him and grab that job sooner than later. I 100% think the same thing's true that Javante Williams, maybe even by opening day, beats out Gordon, yeah. who isn't bad, but I think Gordon owners are begging Miami to trade for him or 
some back to get hurt in the preseason and they call Denver and say, hey, can we take Gordon as our starter to get us through the year? And Jones, I own nothing of him. And I just think since day one, something's been missing with this guy. Like, I bet if we had our his running back coaches or guys that are with him every day that say, yeah, he's just a little off on a little couple things. And I think Gio Bernard might be the back to own there for the price. I think he might catch a lot of passes from Brady. Cheap. We've been talking about, yeah, we've been talking about our dynasty ADP. There are, uh, there are five running backs being drafted for the, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, five (laughs) backs out of that backfield being drafted. Good luck figuring out that situation. Three tight ends and six receivers. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, when we come back, we will finish up our conversation about backup running backs. Folks, I want to take a minute here to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've been a really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's real into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes Built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, my wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur, and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars. Some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcotta, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp to go around to go with the original 12 flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, only five grams of sugars and five grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream only has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs. And that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So go to builtbar.com, use our promo code locked 15. That's locked one, five, all one word. And you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's run through the, uh, the the next few backup running backs. RB39 is Naheem Hines. He certainly falls into that uh, second category we talked about, PPR upside. He's the third down back, the pass catcher. Uh, he was actually a top 20 uh, fantasy scoring running back last year. I think, uh, I think we've kind of forgotten that. I had at least until I uh, looked at some of those numbers recently. So uh, maybe a lot more productive than he's given credit for here way down at uh, at RB39 uh, is Hines undervalued or or just kind of kind of a whatever guy for you I'm going to lump him with you know RB44 Kenneth Gainwell because yep. you know they they take Indy's coach and make him their head coach in Philly they draft Gainwell I think they they're begging Gainwell to be the Hines of Philly but the problem with both these guys is Philip Rivers isn't dumping them the ball <laughs> you know I mean Hurts is going to take it and run Wentz is just going to show us that he's just going to extend the play and probably take a sack. You know, like you need Rivers to dump these guys <laughs> or the fumble ball. or fumble or throw a pick or, you know. 
Yeah, yeah. Rivers, uh, Rivers was the key. Uh, we did see Austin Eckler continue to be mm-hmm. a, a PPR force without Eckler, or I'm sorry, without Rivers. Uh, but the Naheem Hines, I think, certainly benefited uh, from Philip Rivers being there. Uh, next couple, RB40 is James Conner in Arizona, obviously leaving Pittsburgh, moving over to the Cardinals. Uh, the, the starter there, Chase Edmonds, is, is not too far ahead of Connor in value. We could say the same thing for Devin Singletary in Buffalo. He's the RB42 with Zach Moss slightly ahead. So uh, we mentioned the, the 1A, 1B committee type situation with Kareem Hunt. Uh, this is the lesser, much, much lesser version of that. Uh, I do certainly prefer Edmonds and Moss to these two guys. And honestly, I'm just kind of avoiding Connor and Singletary. Yeah, Not too. really guys I want on my dynasty roster. 100% true. Um, I've talked about Connor a lot. He's a stealer. He was a stealer, obviously. The thing that makes you crazy about Connor, and he, he, I think he's useful early in the season, but by like week six every year, he's questionable. He's questionable. Then he plays, and then in the first quarter, he limps off. And it's like, I started him, you know? <laughs> right. It makes me so much. Very, very frustrating. Uh, you already mentioned RB44 is Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, RB43, Chuba Hubbard. A couple of rookies there. I don't think either of those guys uh, expect to become the starter for their team anytime soon, either due to uh, the, their role in the offense and, and obviously uh, what's ahead of them, Christian McCaffrey in Carolina, Miles Sanders in Philly. Uh, the rest of the list here is actually pretty enticing. Like We're all the group. way down to... Yeah. We're all the way down to running back 45. Every back on this list, the, the next guys we'll mention here, are players I would be targeting at this price uh, and and would prefer all of them to, honestly, a Singletary and Connor and, yes. and, and maybe Mostert, Gordon, Ronald Jones as well. Yeah, these are values so let's, right let's, now. I agree. Let's run through the list. RB45, Kenyon Drake. This guy's coming off back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, maybe the quietest uh, two thousand yard seasons from a running back we've seen and Josh Jacobs uh, there's there's some I think some legit concern there about his role in that offense Kenyon Drake is uh, not somebody we should be yeah yeah not somebody we should just be forgetting about RB 46 Alexander Madison uh, one of my favorites Uh, he's he's lost some value after uh, Dalvin Cook had another uh, very strong season. RB 47, Gus Edwards just got the new deal with Baltimore. We expected him to stay in Baltimore, and now we know that's the case. RB 48, Daryl Henderson. RB 49, J.D. McKissick. And RB 50, Tariq Cohen. Those last two, and maybe Henderson as well, certainly fit into that PPR uh, upside, third down back role uh, where they're really going to give us something as pass catchers. Uh, but that could be valuable for sure. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned six guys there. I'm going to uh, start up as we speak. Uh, if I'm going to get those guys from running back 45 to 50, I wouldn't mind taking two or three of them, you know, just as depth and useful pieces, injury away at a cheap price. The only one I'm not excited about is McKissick. I just think he was very Alex Smith-driven. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, we'll see, and, and we've heard the reports that they want uh, they want – to use Gibson more as uh, as a pass catcher, uh, which he certainly has shown he can do during his time in college. So it would not be surprised if if uh, would not be surprising if uh, McKissick takes a big step back this year. I mean, maybe this is being too optimistic, but Madison and Henderson, 
they're not too far away from their first contract being done. They may go be a starter somewhere, or Cook might not be around. You know what I mean? Like, their story's not written yet. Yeah, I mean, that they could be our version of Chester Taylor and yeah, Lamont yeah. Jordan. Now we open right? Just, just, right. just hang on to him, see if they can get a start. Yeah, job. maybe. Matt, that does it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.